Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy Campfire, everybody. My name is Jonathan Warner. We're going to get right into it. With me this week, as always, is going to be... Scott Freshour. I just spent four hours cleaning a barbecue. I'm going to be selling it tomorrow for $13 on the internet. Uh, if anybody's interested in a barbecue uh, and wants to ship it from Sacramento, please reach out to us. Slide into our DMs. Yeah. Also with us is... Oren Gould, and you said you spent four hours and you're going to sell it for $13. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm going to sell it for like 180 oh, Okay. I was going to say, man. 108 108 Yeah. 80 <laughs> All right, anyway. everybody. So you know how this goes. We're going to get into uh, three stories tonight. The first one is going to be the Titanic, and was it actually sunk on purpose? Number two, we're going to get into something called the rainbow body phenomenon. And last but not least, missing 411 and a whole bunch of people who've been missing in national parks in the U.S. Pretty fascinating. We're starting the fire. Get all your gear ready for the s'mores. Power up and stick around. You know how we're going to do it every single time. Thank you so much, everybody, for your support, for sharing, for feedback, for you know the, the DMs, for the emails, for all the stuff that you're doing to support us. We are so, so grateful for you. Uh, we are continuing to grow kind of around the world, and that's a really, really cool thing for us out here in California as we like to escape the things going on here in California quite a bit. So uh, we are just very, very grateful for you. We are going to get right into our stories here in just a second, but before we do, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and before that even, hang tight. We're getting closer and closer to some live streaming on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube, and perhaps a few more. That's going to probably be happening in the next couple of weeks, so get ready for that excitement. All right, on to our ad. John, did you see the photo of Bigfoot I sent you yesterday? They finally found him. I swear I they found him this you time. When you do this, nope, Scott. this is the real deal. They found him. It's legit. He's been no, captured. It's not. I refuse to believe it. I know how to track people down. This is the real deal. Wait a second. I feel like you've used Truthfinder. I have. What is Truthfinder, Scott? It's a great way to find out about the people in your life. Look, if, if, if one of your family members is dating somebody new, don't you want to know a little bit about them? You want to make sure that they're not a violent offender of some kind. You can also track down old friends, family, you name it. They can find it. And on Truthfinder, you can find out criminal and arrest records, possible photographs that are out there, assets, even social media profiles, and a whole lot more. And it's actually really simple to do. And we can get you started right now. All you got to do is go to truthfinder.com slash conspiracy campfire, and we'll get you started. Once again, that's truthfinder.com slash conspiracy campfire. Uh, hey, Oren, are you going to use Truthfinder? Yeah. That has it. Oren has spoken. If he's using it, then everybody should. Go find the truth, people. Truthfinder. 
All right. I am actually going to be taking all three of the stories this week. Scott has been doing his dadly duties and doing a wonderful job at it. So we gave him a break uh, from finding the stories. So uh, you're going to get probably pretty tired of hearing my voice tonight, but deal with it. All right. So first and foremost, the Titanic was actually sunk on purpose. Okay. Have either of you heard this theory before? This is a good one if this is the one I'm thinking. No, actually, I have not. Okay, so I'll be interested to see if this is the same one that you've heard, Scott. So basically, uh, it's... You know, one of those robust conspiracies that kind of goes rather rather deep, so I'll, I'll boil it down, Reader's Digest version. Basically, right around the time of the Titanic and when it set sail, the Fed, which is a private institution and is the one that uh, basically houses all of the currency and all the money in the United States, was becoming was becoming the Fed. That's when it was really establishing itself as an institution that it is. And what the Fed was doing was it was going around and trying to get all of basically the money in the country under underneath you know their control as the Fed. So a lot of people were you know kind of transferring their money to them as a bank, blah 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 blah. There were three men who were amongst the richest in the country at the time. Okay, J.J. Uh, Astor, uh, Theodore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. Okay, I'm not sure if any of you have heard those names before, but these three, as um, you know, counted themselves amongst the richest in the country, and they refused to give up their money to the Fed. And guess who didn't like that one little bit? The Fed didn't. So not too long after. The Titanic goes and sets sail on its maiden voyage. Well, we know what happened with the Titanic. One of the things that happened um, within this group is pretty much all of the rich people, the first class passengers, were able to escape. And the 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 idea around it and the conspiracy is, is that they were actually, as the first class passengers, were told hey, something's going to happen, get ready for it. We'll have the 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 life the lifeboats ready for you. But they didn't tell these three guys. So then Titanic goes, crashes, everyone sings. Guess who's amongst the dead there? Our three men, JJ, Theodore, and Benjamin. So they refused to play the game with the Fed and gave up their money. And the conspiracy is, is that they were killed for it on the Titanic. And a lot of people knew about it. So, Scott, let's no. start with you because was this the one that you've heard before? Yeah, I've heard variation of this. It was like those were the three richest dudes and like this was a ploy by like the Rockefellers or some of those. You, you guys know that that rich, wealthy class that emerged at that time. And that was a result of all of their competition dying. So it's a very similar uh, thing that I've heard. And who knows? Money makes people do crazy things, man. I could see it. I can see it happening. Oren, you you look at deep in thought on your side. What you thinking? I'm just wondering. So the the maybe the captain crashed in on purpose. Is that is that what we're thinking here? It was like a doomed. Uh, it was a doomed voyage from the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Life I feel like, or something. Uh, I don't know. I just I just don't see how killing them is going to make them give their money to the fed i mean the family's just going to inherit it 
So I don't know. I just that's a little far fetched. I mean, I don't know. Well, you could. I mean, I mean, if you look at it. Back then, particularly, obviously, you have the men who were in charge of everything, right? So if it's passed on to their their widows, their family, they're probably not as in control, quote unquote, um, back then, or or at least would have the trust to be uh, overseeing such large amounts of money. So I could see something pretty easily happen where like the Fed would come in and basically say like, oh, by the way, this has to happen. They would lie about it, whatever they want to do. You wouldn't believe what he signed before his ship trip. (laughs) Look, (laughs) the darndest thing happened. He he signed over his entire fortune to us. It was was actually on the ship that that happened. Wow. Yeah, that was so strange. So... I, I okay. Um, I mean, don't know, get me wrong. I, I think the Fed's as corrupt as anything else. But and would you know. really put it past them if they couldn't get what they wanted um, to to kill you someone? Cutting somebody I, slack. Look at you cutting the man slack. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> past them. Anybody? I wouldn't put it past really anybody. No offense, guys, but I wouldn't put it past anybody. He's defending the man. Shady, Look at him. Do some shady <laughs> when it comes to money, but He's to fed. sink an entire <laughs> ship just seems. I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, that's the three richest people in the country at the time. And you want to control that much money. That's I mean, it's it's the yeah, Fed. I mean, they don't why care. not? Why wouldn't you just I mean, that's that's I mean, that's a massive cover up. Why wouldn't you just kill them? Would it really them? shock you? I would I mean, really I shock uh, you actually, the guy. yeah, it totally would. It really would. I hate to be the guy here, but this wouldn't be the first time uh, it's been thought of as an inside job to destroy a federal building. Uh, sure far from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a few there. So it's kind of a disturbing right, trend. We, you know, I, from, from, from my perspective, anytime the government and money is involved, I can pretty much believe anything that's going to be thrown at me because I I don't have any confidence or trust that they would do anything that wouldn't be in their best interest financial. Yeah, just that's flat like, out. This is like nine eleven level for nineteen twelve. I mean, that's huge. Nine eleven happened. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, I mean there's a lot of people that that was an inside job. So uh, yeah, I know. There's a lot more. I'm not saying that I uh, that I do or do not believe with that, but I mean it is a conspiracy out there. So I mean, so uh, do do me. What what year was the Titanic? Was that 1927? 1914. No, it was like 1914. No, yeah, it was like right. We have the ability to. Did we have the ability to like launch missiles from submarines at that time? Dude, we barely had planes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we didn't have missiles. Okay, yeah. never mind then. <laughs> nope. All right, well, let's just jump right over to it. Uh, you know, Oren, let's start with you. Uh, on a scale of zero to ten icebergs, how many icebergs were actually there? <laughs> uh, I'll go with one. Again, okay. I really, yeah, okay. like, I, I, I can't say it's completely out of the realm of possibility, but I have trouble believing that that's why this ship sank. I mean, that was the most luxurious ship in the world at the time. It was just hyped and there was a lot of rich people on it that died. You know, I mean, granted the three richest in the world at the time, fine or in the country, fine. But you know, happens and there was a lot of rich people on there that died. So, well, three definitely did. The other ones supposedly yeah. survived. Uh, fresh. Where are you at? 
Look, standards and practices weren't really the same that they were in 1912 that they are in 2021. (laughs) I can see these dirty people doing anything to keep their fortunes and stabbing people and killing people behind their back. And I'm pretty sure there's some pretty well-documented cases of that happening in the, you know, the turn of the century. So I don't know, four, I'm going to give it four icebergs and uh, I'm going to throw in uh, 20, 20,000 life rafts rafts. or, uh, What? Preservers, <laughs> two hundred life, life rafts. Vests. Yeah, <laughs> no boats, lifeboats. Life so that oh, you've actually was, didn't have a chance to get on a boat. Good. Yeah, they did have a chance to get on a boat. They were just being dicks about who they were letting, and then twelve hundred <laughs> people died. So there you go. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. So all right, um, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be. I think I'll be at a three on this one. Uh, I, you know, I could definitely see it. It's not out of the realm of like, not, not that I want to believe it, but it's in the realm of possibilities of like, yeah, I don't trust our government enough to not do something like that. So that's, you know, that's pretty much where that is. So, all right, we're, we're going to go ahead and wrap that one up. Uh, (laughs) Orin's getting a little cringed over there on this one for some reason. It's, I don't, it just, it just seems excessive. Like, I mean, even for, for that, for that time, it's just like, you guys sunk a ship, like, and killed (laughs) all these people. (laughs) Like, this is your elaborate. What they were doing to like the military members back then. (laughs) What? But I mean, also like Um, their bodies were probably never recovered. I'm assuming. So, who, who says this wasn't an opportunity man. by somebody to pop them off or throw them overboard, put them, do them dirty? Yeah, they probably tried. Why would the you throw them overboard just... when? <laughs> I don't know why you throw them overboard. Maybe they were, just... no, maybe maybe they were, they were trying to get killed on the ship, this. and all their plans failed, so they just sunk the fucking things. <laughs> The worst, the worst hitmen yeah. in the history yeah. of the world. You're stuck on a boat with them, and you can't do starring, the job. That's a great idea for starring movie. Dave Batista. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's like a Jim Carrey movie. movie. Are you like Jim Carrey, Dave? And John Malkovich is in there somewhere. somewhere. You got to throw the worst hitman ever. <laughs> <laughs> or Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell uh, okay. and Dave All right. Batista. All right. Let's uh, let's rain it back in and we are going to shift over to story number three which is about the rainbow body phenomenon i'm really really number two two. did i just say three yeah 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 okay i can't count i'm not a mathematician but we are on to story number two talking about uh, the the, the rainbow body phenomenon (laughs) All right, so the rainbow body phenomenon, and I'm there's a lot that goes into this that I'm actually going to butcher by way of uh, pr- like pronouncing the words properly. But this phenomenon particularly is found in the India and Tibetan type area with the, with the people over there, and it's basically what it comes down to is it's a perspective of someone else who has attained a certain level of knowledge and basically like combusts into light and when it happens there's like a rainbow that appears so there are uh so rigpa is is basically what this is it's a tibetan term uh for coming to complete knowledge i'm sure if you've heard of that one or not scott but rigpa has three wisdoms which are the 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 kadag the ihun the ihun grub and thugs rje i 
I know I, I bought, butchered all three of those, and I really apologize for that. So uh, I, I do not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not good at those kind of things. But <laughs> but basically, they have to do everything from like esoteric side uh, to the the physical, the self liberation side, and then there's there's one that's called these the the sambugakyo, <laughs> which is the rainbow body phenomenon, and the the basic idea is is that when you have come to these three wisdoms the fourth step is basically that you are taken up into this light and what happens is your body becomes like your skin and your body becomes white and shriveled and like basically like that your nails and your hair might remain but you kind of disappear and then a rainbow uh appears it's a rainbow body phenomenon and it's this it's this way of basically like hitting another level of um, whatever you want to call it enlightenment where you like are beyond your body at that point. And on record, there are only five people who have ever done it in the history of this, of, of this whole idea, this whole concept. The last one came in 1990, I believe it was. And it was by uh, I think it was a Tibetan monk and you know, they're all witnessed by people. They supposedly see these bodies, you know, kind of shrink up, shrivel up, and then boom, they're gone and rainbow appears and they've attained this next level or whatever. So I, I kind of want to throw this out here just to see what you guys think about it. Like, like I know Scott, I know you're geeking out on this one already. Um, but what, you know, is this real? What, what is actually happening with the person? If this does occur, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm excited to talk about this one because this is really an exciting one. And you're talking about beings that have reached almost full enlightenment, and we know of they one, blew up. They pop. <laughs> I mean, they, get, they got they're so fucking enlightened that they blew up. They're so enlightened they're like a pop secret popcorn bag. They just pop. pop, pop, pop. No, I mean what you're talking about is 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 the manifestation of a lifetime's work of discipline through religious means of attaining you know high levels of intelligence and in, in those three pillars that they were obviously discussed i mean <laughs> hey man like it's totally possible dude how, how who are we to say i mean none of us have reached that level of enlightenment uh and really what's interesting is i've heard theories like this throughout history uh i've heard it about atlantis i've heard it about lumeria and i've heard it about um the Mayans, the advanced civilization, uh, even the Egyptians to an extent, there are theories that they reach such a high level of intellect, of spirituality, of consciousness, whatever you want to call it, they elevated themselves to the point where they didn't need bodies anymore. And that's where like the Mayans just vanished. Atlantis vanished is because they reached this point of nirvana and they no longer needed their physical form and they were able to release themselves out through the one everlasting so every member God, of so. these civilizations reach enlightenment it's very possible no it's, it's possible not. if you have knowledge from an ancient source or a extraterrestrial like i mean who knows man that could be happening to us here in the next few months so the dalai lama hasn't reached enlightenment yeah so, it sounds like so it. here just really really quickly the last person to do it his name was uh kempo achos and it was in 1998. That was the last person to do it. Before that was 62, 53, 52, and 35. 
Mm. Um, so I'm going to read you just a little bit of a of an excerpt on kind of an explanation on what happens here. So exceptional practitioners are held to realize a higher type of rainbow body without dying. Having completed the four visions before death, the individual focuses on the lights that surround the fingers. His or her physical body self-liberates into a non-material body of light with the ability to ex- exist and abide wherever and whenever as pointed by one's compassion. So it's, it's not mm-hmm. a sense of like this person is, you know, dying. It's just basically like they have, no, they no longer have a need for a physical body and they manifest themselves through light and they can go pretty much go do what they're going to do. <laughs> More or less they enter heaven while still alive. It's pretty awesome. Or in what you got. It just sounds like they they die, um, but I mean you know I, I I don't I gotta see documentation on this I gotta see I don't need a video I just want to hear what these people have to say because you know there are instances where people have spontaneously combusted. It's happened. That's you know that's true. The, the the interesting one about this one is the the spontaneous combustion thing is I actually was listening to a podcast uh, called Supernatural. By Ashley Flowers, really, 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 really good. It's a really good podcast for all you out there. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. And they were actually talking about uh, spontaneous combustion mm-hmm. and what it is, and like the theories behind it and everything. Because yes, it has happened, uh, but this isn't a spontaneous combustion type thing. Um, this no. because of the fact that there are pieces of the body that are left like the nails and the hair i think there's a couple other things that were as well you know it's not a spontaneous combustion it's just that like basically wait so when you spontaneously combust your body is just obliterated like i mean there's nothing left yeah it's a fire you explode usually usually burned yeah yeah it's like a a hot pocket yeah (laughs) yeah well i mean i think it's also worth saying that they didn't just ascend to this higher level of playing and just disappear they are now at a higher level of consciousness which could be translated as a different dimension uh which is interesting because these things that are flying in the sky might ultimately be creatures that used to live on this planet but reached that higher level of consciousness and are now like trying to connect with us uh, it gave us uh hope for for a brighter future and, and a real version of heaven i don't see why though yeah, i mean in in this belief what um I'm not knocking it, but it's like if you reach the enlightenment that you want, at least from uh, from the way I see it, and you know, like like for me, um, if I had to say I was following a new religion, it'd be Taoism, and it's more of a philosophy. But it, I true, totally but you, follow you there. But it's Taoism right, but, is my stuff too. But it's just like you want to reach that certain level of enlightenment, but wouldn't you want to still be in your body? Like you, you can get to an out of body experience, but yeah. the point of enlightenment. Well, it's all is to it's all personal it. will. I mean, nobody's forcing these people to ascend to that higher level. It's it's either something that they wanted or something was going on at that time. But really, uh, the Taoist principle would be to live the life that's being handed to you. And, and right. if you don't want to, you don't have to. Like, there is that freedom of choice and that freedom of, of self that exists within Taoism. So it's not like they're forcing people, but this is the people that have ascended are likely of the highest possible spiritual discipline, people that meditate frequently. And I mean, I'm not sure if you guys meditate, but I mean, even I've, you know, 
had sensations, things that I can't explain happen during very deep meditation sessions. I can only imagine what happens if you dedicate your entire life, your entire existence just to kind of reaching that mental state. And what would happen to your body if you did? I don't know. That's a lot of hey, discipline. You're basically, you're just meditating your entire life. I've had that feeling. Which is what Buddha Mario did. Kart. <laughs> that's our free will, though. That's so, our free will, and that's what makes humanity beautiful. Okay. So one thing that I do want to just call out here, too, is this last guy who did it. Um, I think he was like 83, 84, 85. So it, it sounded like all of all the people that have happened, they were like later stages of life. So at that point, you probably have a broken down body. And it's like, I don't need this anyways. I got what I, I got what I need to do out of it. So peace out. And I'm, all, I'm off to float in a, in a. Think of it like this. Think of it when like Obi-Wan or Yoda die. They just disappear disappear and they can come back because they're in that they're in that astral plane and the ethereal plane wherever it might be okay they just go to the next level bro all right so let's uh let's pull this one together and do a zero to ten scale what is the possibility of the rainbow body phenomenon actually being real that this actually happens so let's do it on a scale of zero to ten yoga mats because they meditate a lot Orin, where are you at? Don't necessarily need a yoga mat to meditate, but it. Okay, it's obviously. Good to do it after Scott, you do yoga. Scott, just it's it's a scale. Just leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> do, what, you want om? You want you want ohms, ohms or yeah, Tibetan I mean, singing bowls? Fine. Okay, yeah. we're gonna stick with yoga mats, Orin. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go with a big fat zero. Oh. Okay. Uh, I can only imagine where Scott's gonna be at on this one. I'm going to say like eight or nine, dude. I think we're just scratching the surface. Ask anybody who meditates. Ask anybody that's done any kind of psychedelics. There's something else out there that we can't fathom. Yeah, but uh, you don't blow up into a rainbow. <laughs> if you focused your att- if you <laughs> you're telling me you get I mean, I so enlightened you become a rainbow a unicorn fart? I would imagine yeah. that complete enlightenment felt like a like a beam of light flowing through your body yeah and there's maybe, a feeling so but you profound don't die it, boom it turns into a rainbow it's like a skittles commercial bro yeah well I mean if, Taste you know, the if I got enlightened and skittles appeared I'd be cool with that but I'm not gonna die <laughs> and turn into a rainbow I turned into I... a skittle dispensing machine <laughs> alright let's uh, let's steer us back from the skittle conversation Conversation. I am going to be at a. I, I have, I'm having a little bit of a hard time with this one, um, and 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 I will be honest. Some of it is due to my religious un, like knowledge and understanding, my own personal one that I'm like. And it's not that I don't believe that there's like a, a different level of enlightenment or attainment. I think just the process in which this is being described is a little counterintuitive to me. Um, the the light and the rainbow and stuff like that. Like I I totally believe in like you hit this level at some point of like of the enlightenment of goodness and wholeness that like you yeah. can you know the, you basically like you're too good for Earth. <laughs> you don't need to be here anymore. So right. um, so that's what I'll be at. Uh, let's put a ball on that one, and we are going to jump over to the missing four one one. Okay. Now, again, I'm going to ask you this before I get too much into it. Have you ever, uh, have either of you actually heard of this conspiracy? Uh, and basically, uh, just a, a quick, like 10,000 foot view is that there's a bunch of people in national parks who have gone missing and then they're found far distances away, totally fine by a pile of berries. 
What? Have you heard of this before? No. No. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, so there's I'm I'm going to be referencing uh, there's a, there's a guy who's an ex uh, a, an ex police officer who ended up. He he wrote a book on Bigfoot, and he's also written a book here called Missing Four One One, and I think it's actually a series of books. So he gets really really deep into this stuff as like an investigator. Uh, his name is David Paulides, P A U L I D E S. So basically, what's happening here is uh, I'm not, I'm just going to read his little synopsis here. So people are going missing from America's national parks under mysterious circumstances. And the national park service is obscuring attempts to investigate these events at, at least that's the claim in this book by David Politis, who classifies over 1440 missing person cases, uh, that are specifically associated with the missing 411. So at its core, it's a very vague claim that basically something unusual is happening and it's related to deaths and disappearances in national parks. So in these stories that are being shared, the details of such are pretty much only being told by like little, little children. This has happened to like two, three, four year olds all the way up to adults. And the adults basically are just like, I'm not talking about it. Like, I'm not going to talk about whatever happened whatsoever. So, you know, for example, like there was a three year old who was missing and found 15 miles away. And in talking to the, to the, to the child basically was saying that like, yeah, there was this like, very peaceful figure that you know kind of like took me and like was like watching over for me and it was not it was not a bigfoot type it was like an actual like person type character but very big and associated at the same time was a was a like a spirit that was like a peaceful spirit that was calming that would like help it go to sleep and and help it like kind of rest the other one like would make sure it was like fed and had water and all that kind of stuff but there was like nothing really crazy that happened in like two or three days later they would find the person and a big huge pile of berries that was collected for the person to stay alive and eat was found next to him no one's ever found this but there's there's basically like over 1400 cases uh where this has been associated in some way or another that some kind of entity has taken these people and like sometimes it's like really far away distance wise and sometimes it's like they'll find them like 5000 feet up a mountain <clears throat> So it's kind of all over the place, but <laughs> oh, I have oh, so much gosh. to say. I can tell, Scott. You've been you've been bouncing up and down in your seat. So okay, just start. <laughs> Let's go. So I've heard something similar to this. The berry thing and the being thing is brand new to me. But what I have heard is that so many people go missing in national parks is because they all stumble onto entrances into the hollow earth, which if you haven't heard of the hollow earth theory, we talk about it often, but basically it explains that inside the surface of our earth, there is an advanced society and that there are multiple entry points throughout the globe. And the United States early on recognized something, some sort of phenomenon and made these areas national parks. Mount Shasta is a national park. All of these places are national park and Mount Shasta is also linked to the Lumerians. We talked about it last uh, episode about these benevolent beings that show up and can kind of be seen when they want to be seen. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if these 1400 people either stumbled upon the entrance uh, of this, this path inside to the hollow earth uh, and they were down there.
there and they were greeted by advanced people and basically dropped off uh, somewhere with food because they want them to survive, but they put them far away from the entrances. I think this is incredibly interesting. And I do believe, I do believe we're going to hear more about this, you know, under the ocean species civilization or under the earth civilization here in the coming weeks about what these extraterrestrials might be. So I thought this was really interesting. I never heard the berry part. That's really interesting to me. Oren? Uh, I thought I was reading something where they were dead. Or they'd find some, some, some of them actually did die, and a bunch actually did not die. So there's a little bit of a mix yeah. on both. Yeah, I don't. How so long same are these? Thing. Somebody dies, they want to return the body. Like they don't, they don't. Yeah. And how long between the time of disappearance to ending up? You know, however far away they are. Does it give it? Usually, a matter of days. Matter of days. It's not. It's typically. It's to typically point of not a very long. Time. Right, but to the point of where they're so far away that there's no way that they could have possibly walked that in days. Well, especially not a three-year-old. <laughs> well, three-year-olds can do amazing things. My niece is awesome. She's three. She can do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Bigfoot and portals. It can happen, I guess. I can believe that. So, I still think there's. I, mean, I, I still think this hollow Earth theory thing is is going to be a shock when people. Yeah, find but out the about hollow it. Earth thing, you're still got to travel. Like, it's not like it's just. It, the Earth's hollow. Right. Doesn't mean it's it's like a time portal or a wormhole, right? Right. So well, they would the- they would ideally be able to come up and out of these crevices with a little bit more ease than perhaps a three year old or even a 55, 60 year old who kind of stumbles into a cave and looks around and gets lost and stumbles upon something they're not supposed to see. But there's a reason that these what sites are all do? protected by our national government, our federal government. And that's why it's so underfunded. So is so that so is that them. your conspiracy going? Is that another one that we're gonna get from the yep. mind of Scott that all national parks are actually controlled by the U.S. government because the, within them are found portals to other dimensions? Or and we're trying to protect yeah. it. Okay, all right. That's you heard it here from Scott first and foremost. The U.S. Hello government. Theory. Look it up. I swear to God, it's going to blow your mind. There are entrances all over the globe, and these are ancient civilizations that once lived on this earth and burrowed deep under the ground because of the ice age, or become sort of some sort of natural. All disaster. right. So on a scale they of stayed underground, they thrive underground, and they. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the missing four one one. Oren, zero to ten berries. How how believable is it that this is occurring with these this many people and? basically taken care of <laughs> point three okay I, cool yeah. <laughs> i don't know it just yeah. cool it's happening Fresh, what you got i'm going like eight or nine man this this one hyped me up uh this one ties into just so many other theories uh regarding the mystery of our civilization and in our on our earth I'm giving it what I say an eight, and I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a couple of uh, those little cameras you put on your forehead when you go spelunking, because those people probably could have used better lighting nope, when nope. they stumbled upon the interior race. <laughs> All right, so I will be sitting here at a three. I again, kind of, what's the point of these things? Taking these people and moving them. That I don't, there's just I the adults need equipment. Yeah, they just need to stop being babies and just talk about what they saw. Come on, adults. 
go to, I go think to, that go we're going to find out here pretty Their soon. Their brains can't fathom and understand. <laughs> oh, okay, so that wraps up story number three. But really quickly, before we kind of wrap this episode up, I do want to say sometime we are expecting this week, maybe next week, we are hoping this week, we are going to get disclosure from the U.S. government on all things interdimensional, UFO, alien, who knows what, but supposedly it is coming. And when it does, Scott has been uh, has decided that for the next three days, he is not leaving uh, the bathroom. He's going to sit on the toilet all day, <laughs> every day until the disclosure comes. And then we are going to jump on here. We're going to do a bonus episode and we're going to release it, uh, at least our first initial reactions to it. So... Be prepared. That's coming. Scott, I do want to say, I know that you're super, super amped up on this and you are so antsy to hear what's going to be said. Just don't build it up too much. I know. I'm not I'm not convinced we're going to get as much juice as we want to get, but I hope we do. I hope we do. I just don't want you to get super disappointed, Scott. I'm going to pout like so, a baby if it's not what I want. But I did read an article that was saying that they would not be surprised if it was released on the 1st. So that's Tuesday. Okay, so. Very cool. Because they have to take it to, uh, what, the Senate first? And I don't think they have to do anything. It's just the. I th- I, I thought it was like a like a full like report written up that they were going to deliver and then it was going to be sent out. But I could be wrong. Oh, I don't well, know. Whatever. I, don't I mean, they're going to the news. All I know is week, probably. they have better footage. They've said that they have footage. The, the footage that has been released is the crappiest footage, more or less. And that, well, of course, what they have is like footage from like 50 feet away. So there's better stuff going to be coming out in the next few days, dude. Can't wait. Well, uh, we will be uh, talking about it as soon as we hear, and we will try to get uh, Oren to post some of the stuff that we hear about it on on Facebook, or I'm sorry, on Instagram as well. But let's go ahead and wrap things up. You will hear from us as soon as we get from the, the, the disclosures out. We will come here and talk about it, and we are going to get deep inside the mind of Scott Freshour, as he's probably not going to be able to speak because he's so excited about what's going on. In the hollow. We'll probably so, be in another dimension. <laughs> we have been enlightened everybody. or the center of the earth baby <laughs> all right so uh thank you again for your time thanks for listening please share this with friends with family please give us a follow on social media let us know if there's any conspiracies you want us to talk about anything going on with you in your personal life we will have another fan mail episode coming up so if you have any questions for us slide into the dms emails whatever it is but on those social channels you can find us on twitter at Campfire underscore dudes. Instagram at conspiracy campfire. You can also find us on TikTok at conspiracy conspiracy campfire, and you can email us at conspiracy campfire gmail.com. So with that, we are going to go ahead and wrap up. We provided the fire. Hopefully, you had the marshmallow, the graham cracker, and the chocolate. Maybe even had a double stack s'more this week. Get ready for it. This next week, hopefully, is going to be very, very exciting with conspiracy news. Sit tight. We will touch base on those as soon as we hear from it. We love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Orrin. Night, Denmark. Sweden, Australia. Going down. First, you take the gram. 
You stick the chocolate on the ground. Then you roast the mallow. No, it's my sleeping bag. When the mallow's flaming, you stick it on the chocolate. Then you cover it with the other end. Yeah, make me one of those. Yeah, me too. Then you scuff it. 